What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Cheddarcast, episode 37, I believe this is. Is it 37? No idea. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is 37, but I'll check in a few seconds. Welcome to the podcast. It is your boy Huey, also known as Devious, and we got some fire topics for you guys. But first of all, but first off, I gotta introduce the guest, of course. We got Kenji, also known as Herpaderp. Yep. And and Eki. Hello. Uh, this is episode. Oh yeah, thirty-seven. All right. So. To start off with, we got some fire topics for you guys. So the first thing, first thing we're going to start off with is Diablo Immortal will not be released in the Netherlands or Belgium due, due to its use of loot boxes. Now, loot boxes have, have been making their rounds and a lot of countries have been starting to ban them because of the whole betting aspect, which I agree with. Um... How do you guys feel about this? First person I'm going to start off with is the man, the myth, the legend, Herpaderp. Take that, take that. Um, I wish I had lived in Belgium or the Netherlands. Fucking hate loot boxes, man. Uh, I think I'd rather not have a game at all than have it have loot boxes in it. Damn. Um, it's pretty I, harsh. I mean, okay. I will say if it's just cosmetics, I don't give a shit. But if it's like, if they're if they're putting like weapons and like gear and shit, like game changing aspects, you know, like oh you can only get like this best weapon from a loot box, then that's fucking annoying. But like, if it's just cosmetics, I don't care. But I don't know. I've I've never really liked loot boxes anyway. So I'm not gonna lie, you know. I, I don't want them point blank period because it always starts off with oh it's just cosmetics and then the only case where I haven't seen it happen like that is maybe like Rocket League and certain games in that aspect and probably Fortnite too unless I'm mistaken Apex and Siege but Siege too and Apex but it always starts off friendly to where it's just cosmetics and it always slowly builds once the game starts dying out. And th- and this does not include like Apex, Fortnite, because those are all probably here to stay for a while. But once th- once games start dying out, they always start eventually start putting pay pay to win stuff in- into their games. It happens with all games once they start dying out because they're trying to milk it. Grand Theft Auto, even though that's nowhere near close to dying out, but they but they're milking it like like as if it's about to die. So when when. When I see that games are starting to get blocked point blank period by other countries because of loot boxes, now that's now that's to me is like, damn, like what kind of loot box system do they have playing? Um, Ekid, how do you feel? Man, I'm on like the other end from you guys because I love loot crates, man. Like, uh, I agree as long as it's not stuff that it's gonna just instantly make you win the game. Like, I think what was it, uh, Battlefront Two that had their ridiculous loot boxes when it first launched i'm not a big fan mm-hmm. of that stuff but i mean i used to play a ton of team fortress 2 and i'd spend like hours sitting in 
trade servers, you know, breaking down weapons, turning them into scrap, and then trading scrap for keys, and then using keys on loot boxes, or trading them for games and stuff like that. Like, I got kind of some uh, some good memories of a game that has, like, a really good loot box system. They had, like, their own mini economy within the game. And just by playing the game, basically, you could trade up to get paid shit for free, because, you know, you get weapon drops that you can break down in that game. Um, and then, of course, Apex and Rocket League. I kind of miss the loot crates in Rocket League once they went away. As you know, every once in a while, I'd buy a few, what was it, keys or tickets, whatever they called it on that game. Occasionally, I'd buy some and open some loot crates and get some nice shit. And it was always nice as well. I don't know. I kind of, I, I do like some low-level gambling, which obviously <laughs> is why Blizzard's going to be having some trouble in certain countries, because it totally is gambling. But, I mean, as an adult... I don't care. I'll gamble. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I like loot crates. As this long... is your fault. You caused this. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. People like you. People I mean, like it's fun. A little, little roll of the dice, see what you get. Sometimes it's something cool. No? Dude, yeah, I know. I mean, I like opening loot boxes. I just hate the systems that yeah. they, they fucking implement. Then again, like... I, don't, I don't play FIFA, so I never had to deal with any of the, the really shitty ones. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... I mean, I'm not gonna lie though. I mean, and, and it's not the same thing, but it kind of is. I mean, it really is. Those like card packs that you always see in like card games, and and thing or 2K, Madden, FIFA, like like you said, like anything that has to do with a card, like card packs, that is pretty much this. It's literally the same thing. It's just in card form. So, I mean, because. Yeah. That's fair. I, like I said, I don't I don't like gambling me personally. That's why I don't gamble. Even though I do have a trip to Las Vegas coming. That's more <laughs> sightseeing. But yeah. I'm not I'm not a big gambling fan. So whenever I hear, you know, uh, loot boxes or or card packs or anything like that, I'm instantly turned off because I cannot stand it. Yeah. Because they always end up doing something that the community doesn't want with it, like putting guns in it, favorite players. Or whatever it is, it could be shoes. Like two K at one point was at one point giving out shoes in in uh, loot boxes. <laughs> yeah, but like, she, come on, do the man. shoes help you win the game though? I mean, yes, they would give you like attributes plus five to three. Oh wow! Like in a two K thirteen, I think it was like that. Um, in in the uh, card packs, they would give you plus five shoes, mellows that that let you shoot better, Lebrons help you dunk better. Like that now, it might not be like that anymore, and probably not with FIFA because I don't think they ever did it with cleats. But yeah, it w it was most definitely like that at one point. Yeah, I can't say I can really get behind that, but you know, things that are mostly cosmetic, I'm all for. I love loot boxes, so. <laughs> the only problem that I've seen when it comes to just cosmetic stuff is when like Apex or Siege have like an event, and they're like, oh buy these special event loot boxes, right? And it's like Siege, the way the way Siege events work is you can only buy so many loot boxes and each, well, pack. And each pack is, like, guaranteed to have one thing in it. But you need to buy every single pack to... If, if you want every item for the event, for, like, from the event, you need to buy every single loot box. And, like, I think they increase the price on the event loot boxes, but I saw some, like, a little, a little while ago, Apex had some event, and, like, for this one 
for like a skin you needed to pay like 200 something bucks or whatever on like all these fucking event boxes just to get like one skin it's like really like that's dumb as shit well yeah how else are you gonna show off to your friends if you don't spend 200 bucks (laughs) right i mean (laughs) i get i get why apex and siege are doing that you know but it's just like super shitty on the apex end it does seem like after so much time has passed after an event they just open it up because if you look in like the the skin section of uh most of the legends on apex like now you can just like use your crafting material to craft skins from like events past so i don't know if they plan on doing that with every event but it does look like one way or another should be able to get those skins eventually without having to spend 200 bucks Although that'd probably piss off the guy who did spend two hundred bucks for his skin, and then some, you know, douchebag crafts it two years later. But <laughs> that's why, and I think that's the problem with with this, is that like once you once you start giving away out skins, right, or or whatever it is, once once you change the system, now the people who did pay, like the people who did have keys, or or whatever, in Rocket League, or the people who had. Or, or who got players, when you start giving players out away for free, now, now you got the issue of the people that paid for them saying, well, what about us? We paid for this. Like, and that's when you get to look at it and be like, yeah, you paid for it two years ago and you've had it for two years and now someone else gets it. Like, I, I genuinely <laughs> believe that people who paid for it wouldn't give a shit if people got yeah. it free two years later. Because they're going to buy the new shit. Exactly. Every time a new one comes around, they're probably forking out 200 bucks for it. So Yeah. So like like people who are forking out two hundred dollars for like all the event shit and just for one skin, like they're not gonna give a shit if some dude gets a skin two years later because there's gonna be another event. <laughs> Listen, I could have sworn, I could have sworn I seen on Fortnite when um they weren't giving the skins away, but they were like letting the old skins go. And and uh, well, I guess they were giving them away. Now I think about it, that was a bad way to phrase it. They pretty much were giving skins away, and uh, like there were like a few people that were like, "I paid for this. I should get some money back because you guys are giving it away for free." And I was like, "But you already got it. <laughs> like how you like like what yeah. you guys are saying. You guys already got it, but to the people who do already have and paid money for it, they're gonna be irked a certain way." It's like it's like with old people. This is a very big reach, by the way, for what I'm saying. But this is an okay comparison. It's like the people who've paid off the student loans, and then when they hear about the people who who haven't paid them off yet wanting their loans gone, those same it's it's the same exact thing. It's like I don't yeah. I don't agree with it. I'm just saying that's that's how they think about it. Like, shouldn't I get something back because I I paid for it already? Like, yeah, I feel like that's just one of those cases where the only answer is sucks to be you. Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the real answer is you got it years before it became free. So yeah, quit quit bitching about it. <laughs> I mean, I I've it, never spent two hundred bucks it, on a so. skin, so I, yeah, I imagine yeah. if I had the money where I didn't care to spend two hundred bucks on a skin, I don't know that I'd care too much if two years later someone else got it. Like. <laughs> It's a lot of money. Nah, a, fact. a lot of money to drop on a useless bit of code, really. You know. I'm not gonna lie. I, I when the whole skin fad with with the, and it's still going on. The whole skin thing with Fortnite when that shit was in the extreme. 
and and you had parents. I I remember when I was working at Home Depot. At, at one point, it felt like I was getting somebody was paying forty dollars for a, a fucking Fortnite card, <laughs> or, or or something like that. At one point, it got ridiculous, to where it's like skins had had a certain price, like. And now seeing that they're starting to ban it, like outright, <laughs> or starting to ban packs and loot boxes in, in other countries, to me is, I mean, like, like I said, if it's cosmetics, I really won't bat an eye at it. I'll be a little annoyed, but it is what it is. But did Fortnite I'm, did Fortnite have loot boxes, or was it just pay for individual things? I thought it was just pay no, for I'm, individual things. It was paid for individual things, but I think you could, uh, if you got the uh, pass, you would get certain skins. Mm. Like, like, like you could play the game and get the skins, and it take and it take you forever, or you could get the season pass, and then it would boost you and get you certain skins faster. That's how some people were getting skins faster. Yeah. And so, battle passes and, are like a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, any final topics on the Diablo Immortal being blocked? Uh, I mean, I guess I could bring it around to... I mean, there's been a few countries over around Europe that have been kind of cracking down on these loot boxes. And it does mm -hmm. make sense when you look at you know how they regulate gambling, especially when it comes to underage gambling. And the fact that a lot of these games are easily accessible by people who aren't of age to gamble and they have gambling mechanics it makes sense that they don't want that um mm -hmm. i mean i think it's a little stupid in my opinion um especially when it comes to parents complaining about their kids stealing their credit card to gamble and it's like well i mean it's your kid you probably should keep better eye on your credit card um <laughs> but i don't know it's i kind of expect things like this now so it's not too surprising and I'm probably never going to play Diablo Immortal anyway, so it doesn't affect me. So, see, I, I used to be on that same exact timing, like keep, keep an eye on your own credit card. Don't just let your kid grab your credit card. But then I thought back to how many times I was able to, to sneak off a five dollar bill or something like like. Yeah. I mean, usually I would just ask. But I mean, that, but, that'd still be your parents' problem. Like, even if you use that five dollar bill to go buy a pack of cigarettes, they can't blame the gas station that sold you cigarettes for you stealing they the money. They can't. But but by the end of the day, it's it's like uh, you can say you know keep track of your money or keep track of your credit card or whatever. But uh, it it just gets to a point. I mean, the best thing you could do is get notifications whenever somebody spends. Five, more than five dollars on your card yeah because i got that that's how my credit card is set up if you spend a certain amount it, it's gonna let me know yeah but to say outright you know don't don't let them get your credit card listen kids kids are getting sneakier i mean that's true like, but it doesn't mean adults should have to pay just because you know kids are being shitty kids like kids are always gonna be shitty kids if they're not taking your money for loot boxes they're taking it for who knows what else? DLC for another game, or going, yeah, out, right. like going said, out to buy heroin yeah. with their friends, or something. You know. <laughs> Never forget when when I saw a story of a kid bought like thirty books off of on on his mom's um Kindle. <laughs> yeah. And and which is because she had this setting to um, uh, one touch buy or whatever it is, 
to where if you just click it, it buys it automatically. Yeah, that's like default on Kindle, which I think is kind of ridiculous. I've accidentally yeah. bought a couple books that way. <laughs> but, you see, look. <laughs> but, even, but even then, it's like, like I said, kids are getting sneakier. And, and you can say, you know, there's certain things you can do to prevent it. But, hell, I, I know kids... I didn't. I didn't find out about being able to. I'm. I'm thinking this back to high school. I know kids who are bringing in flash drives and are putting up. Um, what's it called? Um, it's it's the stuff that lets you get around the school's uh, internet uh, security. I just can't oh, like remember proxy servers. Yeah. Yeah. That like, was, like, I used to I do that as a kid. <laughs> I didn't start doing that till I was like sixteen, seven. I don't know kids who were doing it that are seven or eight. Like they, yeah. they are just, and it's getting younger and, and younger. Like so, to that point, I can I can understand to how, they wanna, lock down on it a little harder. I I can understand because kid, kid kids are getting smart. Yeah. So, the my community has decided to add. Uh, an Elden Ring survival mod, which adds hunger, thirst, and region-specific diseases. So pretty much, they made this game go from hard to hard as a bitch. So how do you guys feel about this addition? I'm going to start with Eki. Take that, take that, Eki. Uh, so like I said our last podcast, I'm really not much into Souls-like games. So I've seen Elden Ring played quite a bit, but... I'm probably never going to play it myself, um, but I always love when a, an interesting mod comes out for a big game, uh, you know, because PC Master Race and all. But, uh, I don't know, this one caught my interest just because of how massive of a mod it seems to be. Like, they added an entire crafting system to the game as well. I think it says here that there's almost 400 weapon recipes. Uh, you can upgrade your weapons in, like, all sorts of different ways that aren't in the base game. And the thing that seemed cool was, <clears throat> excuse me, the uh, region-specific diseases that you touched on. Like, basically, one section of the map can get a disease that affects you one way, like maybe it hurts your health. Uh, and then in another section of the map, you get something that you know hurts your stamina, so it's harder to attack, things like that. I feel like that could add much more kind of uh, robust experience with the game. Because, I mean, I already hear a lot of people talking about how great and deep the lore is, and I feel like this is something that could really play off the back of that, making it feel a bit more like a different area really is a different area, rather than, you know, the same kind of place with a different dressed monster, you know. Seems seems pretty cool. Okay, okay. Now, Herp, Herps said um, something before the podcast started, <laughs> so I'm... A- I'm going to toss this to Kenji. Kenji, take that, take that. Um, so I've played a lot of Souls games. Um, I don't think I got into Souls games until Dark Souls 3, though. So I'm kind of late. But um, I'd fucking hate it. <laughs> I would hate it if it, if, if, if it released with that type of hunger, thirst, like disease system. I don't think I would like Elden Ring as much as I like it currently, because I I I like Elden Ring a lot. Um. I just I I I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. 
So you don't like mm. the idea of fighting 30 guys off in a big building just to die of hunger midway through? You sound crazy. Wow. That sounds so fun. <laughs> like, dude, it, I mean, the game itself is already difficult. What's not to add some more difficulty? What if in the middle you slashing, you die at thirst? It well, makes it more interesting. Like, it's not so much that. It's more like, okay, so you're... Like, there are already areas that that can fuck you with, um, like, uh, oh shit, what do they call them? Um, fu- I, uh, uh, elemental procs, I guess. Like, um, of course, there's there's always a poison swamp, right, in Souls games. So, there's literally one area of the game where I just refuse to explore because it, if you walk in the, in the swamp, you get fucking scarlet rot, and scarlet rot drains your health so much, <laughs> and it's it's miserable to be in that place. Just sounds like you're not MLG enough, dude. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but Kenji, but Kenji, but Kenji, if if look, I'm, I'm reading through the article. This is what it says, right? Disease cured. Are less likely to be caught a second time, and a second time, and, and if you get a second cure, then it will bestow full, uh, full immunity. I don't know why I cannot say that word for a split <laughs> second. Don't know what the fuck happened. So, looking at that, yeah, it does. You say, know, there's even a line that says once, you may struggle with diseases early on, but you won't get sick of getting sick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Actually, seems that. like it might make certain parts of the game a bit easier. Yeah, like that's you, what it was You saying, go to the swamp, it, you get sick, you cure it, you go to the swamp again, maybe you get sick, you cure it again, and then you just go to the swamp whenever you want. And... You don't get sick. Yeah. So, so, so that's you just die of hunger. issue would be gone. See, look. <laughs> hey, Kenji, I mean, IQ, man. Is that... <laughs> uh, okay, so is, is the diseases, I guess, is that what it's talking about? Or is it like... A new thing that the I, was putting. Kind of sounds like a mix of what's already in the game, and a new thing. Cause like that that would make the game easier because there are, are there are bosses and enemies that proc like frost and scarlet rot and poison on you. So so Kenji does does your stance change? No, cause that makes <laughs> Damn it. that makes those elements fucking pointless of the game. Yeah. Like oh. well, somewhat. Like, I mean. <laughs> Somewhat like no, let's, there's I mean let's not act like you still wouldn't get washed by well, them. They would still have their moveset. I guess to be fair, the current fastest speed run on Elden Ring is twenty five minutes. Yeah. So maybe there are some people who want the game to be a bit harder in some areas. <laughs> um maybe. I mean if you want it to be harder, just finish the game. Go to New Game Plus. <laughs> like you can literally just rush the main bosses and finish the game. Like if if you know exactly where to go and what you're doing, like pick up the necessary items. Like you can just run through the game fairly quickly. I think you only need to to kill like I don't know. Something like 10, 10 to 15 bosses or something? Finish the game? Fair enough. So, 
I mean, you I could mean, totally, like, if you wanted, just, just run through. And, like, the bosses aren't easy. So there, mm-hmm. there are two different types of games, but this reminded me of a game that I absolutely love called Slay the Spire, um, which is a deck-building roguelike game. Um, basically, you there's three chapters. You fight your way up a tower, and then you fight the main boss, and then you win. Um, but it has a pretty huge modding community at the moment. Um, who do things like, you know, adding more cards and characters and, and stuff like that. But there was also a mod called Downfall, which both added a new character and added, like, a completely new storyline and, and some mechanics to play the game. And after Downfall had been out for, like, a year and a half, two years, something like that, they added it into the game itself. So now the Downfall mod is now free DLC for Slay the Spire. So I'm thinking about that. I'm kind of hoping, like... Maybe not this mod specifically, I mean, who knows, but any of these kind of really popular mods that we see for, you know, relatively popular game, it would be cool to see them kind of rolled into the game itself, even as like an optional mode. So maybe like, you know, you have launch Elden Ring standard or launch Elden Ring survival or or whatever, but it kind of got me thinking about how a lot of these big games could do well by kind of incorporating some of the best of the modding community has to offer into their game. I feel like even if Kenji would hate it, <laughs> making it an option for like anybody so that you don't have to learn how to mod your game or any of that stuff, just being able to you know, install the game itself and, and play this, this new way of playing, I think is an interesting way to kind of get either people into a game that they might not have played before or people who've already beaten the game a thousand times over to give it another shot, you know. So it seems like it could be interesting. I don't know if the guys that make Elden Ring would be doing that, um, but it would be cool. I actually agree with that. Yeah. I mean, if it was it, optional, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have any problem with it. But don't would you give it a shot? That bullshit. No. You wouldn't even try it. Like if it was just in the game, you could just start up a new game and see if maybe you liked it. <laughs> maybe. But I fucking doubt it, cause that sounds. <laughs> Dude, Elden Ring is. Sounds like a good stream though. Kenji, think about it. Think about it. Look, look, creatures can be hunted for meat to be cooked and consumed. There you go. What man. creatures? You, you can. You, There's you, food all around. A, a deer. Yeah. Look, look. You can get a seared steak. <laughs> Come on, man. Look, and then and then areas with, with low temperature can be combated with hot soup. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, that's all that's we really... That's what they did in Breath of the Wild. You needed some warming food to go to the cold places or warm clothing. So, you know, that's kind of standard in some survival games. Yeah. No, I get that. It's just... Like I said, I'm not... I get it. I understand that's why people, some people might have wanted that, but I don't think, like Kenji is saying... Like it's it's a cool add-on, and I can see as how some people might like it. Yeah. But for Elden Ring, I don't think it needs it. <laughs> like I mean, Elden, it's it's fine as as its own, and that's why it's a mod. I have I have no problem with the whole survival thing. I just personally don't like it. I find it tedious, um, and annoying. And I I think people who like it might enjoy it in Elden Ring, but I think. Most of the people who, like, played the old Souls games would not like it. But I don't know. 
Maybe that's just me. Like Okay, but hear me out. There's a mod for Elden Ring that gives you nude blade. I don't know who blade is. <laughs> but <laughs> what Wait, are the blade? odds? What'd you say? Nude oh, blade? apparently it's some dude with a big penis. <laughs> <laughs> that's something that, that now, sounds like something you would make. <laughs> now, what are the odds of that getting rolled up into the main game? <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised I feel like they haven't put a thick uh, what's her face from um, Resident Evil in the game yet. I feel like that adds a new element of horror to the game, though. So not only is this big creepy guy about to murder you, but he does it with his big old thing swinging around, like, he's so unafraid of you, he has no armor. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just cut the game off. You're not going to kill me with a big penis. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining ragdoll physics when, like, his, his character rolls around. You get smacked in the face. You get smacked in the face. I went to Nexus Mods, and apparently that's just one of the new ones that came out today, so... Jesus Christ. Get your big penis mod, man. Yeah. <laughs> like freshly hot big penis. It would it would be interesting if they rolled it in, but they're not going to. That's what she said. Yeah, it, it, exactly. It, 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 it would be interesting if we just rolled it on in. They're not going to though. There's probably oh, no, gonna see. be it's probably gonna be one DLC for Elden Ring, and then it's never gonna get touched again. <laughs> now, now this is the type of mod I almost always get for games. This is the detailed item descriptions mods that actually tells you what it does. <laughs> you know, because especially early on in the game, you get things that says like, here we go, like the stats up top says FP cost like cracked pot. I don't know what any of that means. But then reading through the item effects, like it tells you exactly what all of this stuff does. I feel like that takes away from the whole aesthetic of the whole thing, though. Like, I isn't mean, it? It depends on the game. Supposed I to mean, be mysterious. I've played for the a first time at least. I've played a lot of games where, like, I guess that's what they were going for is the kind of mystery. But when it means it's impossible to build like something good early on because you have no idea what you're doing, that kind of gets on my nerves. Like, I'd rather just tell I me mean, what the item does. I don't, I don't remember being confused about what an item does in Elden Ring. Like they, if if an item has like like gives you a special effect or something, like it tells you, pretty like like there's a bunch of helmets that give you, like boost your item discovery or boost your, your intelligence or or health or whatever, faith. So like I I I think the stuff that does boost or give you like. The items that give you bonuses or boosts, like I'm pretty sure they tell you that they do. Maybe. But I, I, I guess <laughs> I anecdotally think you have to press like triangle or something to see it though. Anecdotally, like, we'll I had a friend who had played previous Dark Souls games, Bloodborne and this game, and learned on this game that you can actually level up. Like he'd almost beaten oh. Bloodborne never once leveling up his character. Cause I guess the game didn't want hold his hand hard enough. <laughs> I think so, I think you told us that story the last podcast. Maybe it literally, Bloodborne literally tells you the dude tells you, oh hey, yep. go level up. At the I mean, apparently that's not good enough. So you know, maybe a mod like this is what he was needing. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we we have gone far away from the original topic. So. Any lasting topics 
or any final takes on the last topic about um food and water. I mean, I think that can make a game fun, but I don't. I still don't think it would make me play Elden Ring. So. Yeah, I would. I would play Elden Ring less <laughs> if it had this <laughs> implemented. So I'm glad it's not. So 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 Kenji, well, what you're saying is if they rolled it out, you wouldn't be happy with it. You'd be like, no, delete. Um. Hello. Yeah, maybe. Oh. Okay. I mean, I thought I thought like that. I it might might not be a problem like on my character right now because it's I'm in New Game Plus two or some shit. So. Two. Jeez. Shit's. So how how many hours hard. is that in Elden Ring? It's almost two hundred. Not too bad. <laughs> That's fun, man. I can see that. It is that thing's like crack rock to y'all. Y'all just be on that shit all day. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it uh completely co op now? Elden Ring? Yeah, yeah, you can do co op. Like is it's... it full co op where you literally play the entire thing with someone now? Yeah, you can. You just have to resummon like in every fucking Souls game. It's dumb. Uh, yeah, but... see that's another reason why I never really got too much into it. But I mean, okay, so how the co-op works, okay, so in Elden Ring you get, like, a fucking horse, right? And you can fast travel to all these graces. But when you do co-op, you can't fast travel, and you can't use your horse. So, like, it's... Yeah, that seems kind of stupid. <laughs> it, 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 it is stupid, but it's also, like, wow, I'm glad, like, I don't have to... Like, if I were playing co-op, and we killed the boss, and it's like, well, we can't teleport, so we have to trek all the way through this this dungeon <laughs> all the way back through and then go to the next area like it'd be a lot easier it's it's actually a lot easier for me to just get kicked out of of whoever's game and then just put my sign down where he's going to next so he can like ride his horse or whatever and get that is so stupid though like why would you take away that option because it's co-op don't the the bosses already get harder in co-op. Yeah. So what's the reason as to why you take away the horse and fast travel? It's just to make your, I, them go from one side to the other I, more easily. I think it's because of the invasion system. Honestly, like the the no the no horse doesn't make any sense at all. Like, I feel like you could you should just be able to like invaders and players. Um. Oh, what do they call them? Helpers, whatever, fucking co-op dudes, and, like, the hosts should all be able to ride, like, a fucking horse. Because <laughs> Elden Ring is just so Facts. fucking massive. Um, especially if you're, like, co-oping out in a... Not in, like, um, like a like a legacy dungeon. If you're just out in the fucking world, like, it takes forever to fucking run anywhere. Um, it fucking... It takes a while to even ride a horse anywhere. So, it sucks that... That's taken away. I kind of get the fast travel thing, though. I would understand the fast travel thing more if you were given your horse. <laughs> but to take away both of those things is really dumb, in my opinion. That's a fact. That's a fact. Because I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that. That's stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, I get the fast traveling, okay. The horse? 
How are you gonna take a main, a, a, an important component of the game away? Dude, there, <laughs> like, there are even like like um, like rune farmers that jump to a spot with the horse that you can't get to without a horse, and then there are two items. There's like this white crown item thing that you can put on, and that makes it so every time you get invaded, like some someone who's wearing the blue crown will come and and help you as like a friendly um, summon um and then you can use the taunter's tongue which makes it so you get targeted more by invasions so people just like farm rune arcs and gold fingers and <laughs> and and runes just having these people get summoned into their game and killing killing each other and they just sit like on a pillar somewhere <laughs> they just idle. Jeez, man. It's so annoying, dude. That. <sighs> well, that's stupid, but uh, let's just <laughs> not be able to have a horse is just incredible. It's dumb. Well, yeah. So, Spider Man has taken over. Or not taking over. <laughs> Spider-Man is now on PC or is heading toward PC. Alongside with the Spider-Man remastered and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now, we all of us have seen this coming since Sony has been pushing itself more toward the PC and having some of the games on PC. I'm going to start this off with Hurt. Hurt. Take that, take that. What you think about all this? Sony activity. I mean, I like it. I like games going to PC, especially now that I have a PC. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else there is to say. Like, I think it's great. I got a quick. I got a question. Right now, I don't know how the other ports have been, because I because I haven't really been. A lot of the games that are coming to PC, I played on my PlayStation, so I'm not really interested. Are the ports coming out okay? Because I feel like, because I I haven't heard anything bad, but I haven't heard anything like good about them. Are have they been ported to the the PC okay? Because sometimes we see some horrible console ports that when they get ported to PC, they come out horrendously bad. Like Saints Row, I think Saints Row Two when it first came out for PC. Oh yeah, when it first came out, <laughs> yeah, they I ended up fixing it. Fortunately, but man, think... that was a that was a pretty horrible port at first. I think God of War was fine. Uh, I yeah. think Horizon had some issues on launch. Yeah, but judging by um... the Steam page, it seems like it's doing well now. Like they've got very positive reviews across the board. So at the very least, that one seems to have released well. It seems some people. With some beefier systems, had some issues that could have been, you know, driver incompatibility or something like that. But I mean, I I can't I haven't really been much of a God of War fan since like PlayStation Two era. I when I got out of consoles and into PC gaming, console exclusives mainly just you know went by me. I didn't give too much of a care about it. So I wasn't like super excited for God of War. wasn't super excited for Horizon. I'm somewhat excited for Spider-Man, just because it reminds me of Spider-Man Ultimate, which I played the hell out of on Xbox. That was, like, one of the first really good Spider-Man games. 
and this one seems to kind of follow in its footsteps when it comes to like how web slinging works and how the fighting works. So it seems pretty fun. So I am I'm it's kind of nice that Sony has realized that there's a market kind of somewhat waiting to buy their games that may not want to buy their hardware. So I am kind of looking forward to seeing what other exclusives might make it to PC. Um, but I can't say like I'm anxiously awaiting any specific one. Kind of hoping this one comes to some subscription service, which is doubtful. That way, I don't yeah. have to pay sixty bucks for it. But <laughs> I think I think most of the have have they been releasing for full price? The oh yeah, ports? pretty sure. Uh, let me look again. I was just on the Horizon page. Uh, Horizon's fifty bucks right now. I don't know what it was on release. Um. It could have been fifty, so I guess ten dollars off. Yeah, and God of War is also fifty bucks, so maybe they're releasing yeah, it no, ten no. less, but it's still not too bad. I mean, after tax, it's damn near almost at the original. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it might be like four or five dollars cheaper. Uh, at least Horizon yeah, comes. Uh, at least Horizon comes with the DLC. Yeah, it's true. I may wonder but, if. What the release is going to be like for PC for Spider-Man? Are they going to include it all as one game, or are they going to have well, three different games? At least it's more closer together, which they're going against my point from last week. Yeah. Where I was saying, are they still going to have releases where it's like a six, seven year difference? I mean, God yeah. of War wasn't six, seven years, but to where it's that long of a because di- Miles Morales came out in twenty twenty. That's only two years ago. Now, Miles Morales is of course a shorter game compared to let's say Spider-Man. I think. I'm pretty sure. I think Miles Morales is the shortest lengthwise, but I'm just glad that they're putting more recent games on there. Cause that was yeah. my main concern. Don't well, don't put no. I think six seven year old games on there. I think we discussed last pod that they basically added a new, or they beefed up their PC department over at Sony. So my yeah. assumption would be they're planning closer to console release for PC releases. Because um, I think we also touched on that after two years passes by, you know, the hype's kind of died for the game. So only people who have actively been waiting for it or who kind of stumble across it would be the ones to buy it. But it's doubtful that there's going to be like a, a large group of people that have been anxiously waiting for it to come to PC and are bu- chomping at the bit just to buy it when it comes out. Unless like, you know, it's a super recent release, like within the past few months or so. So maybe we'll see kind of what like Microsoft is doing, uh, I doubt we'd get like a day one PC release with a Sony game. Well, no, but I even like that. six months or so seems reasonable. No, but I don't. I don't even think because what Spider Man? What when did God of War come out? God of War came out twenty nineteen or twenty. Uh, Spider Man came out twenty nineteen. No, Spider Man the first one came out twenty eighteen. Or are you talking about Spider Man Miles Morales? No, that was twenty twenty. Spider Man. I'm looking at it. Says release eight twenty seven twenty nineteen. I got. I'm getting September seven twenty eighteen. Maybe the remaster was twenty nineteen. Oh, maybe the pro version was twenty nineteen. That that could be that too. But it's it's. I'm just glad that you know they're saying all right. We're actually putting time towards it. Yeah. Because um, if if they had done another. Game that came out in 2018, I was like, all right, they're playing. Like they're not really, they're not really trying to do anything with it. But because it's from 2020, two years it isn't that long. Yeah. In in reality, for a Spider-Man game, because you got people that play 
even older Spider-Man games because they're just overall better. Um, is uh, I I I heard Returnal was also going on uh, PC too. I'm I don't not think, sure. I, I don't think that was an exclusive yeah, though, right? I don't think Returnal was an exclusive. I don't think. I think it was. It was. Oh, I think so. That's what I heard. Is that that's going to PC too? Apparently. Yep. Uh. All right. Wait. No. It thinks. Uh, there have been leaks of Returnal and Sackboy for PC. But it's not confirmed yet. So that's that's another one going to PC allegedly. Yeah. If if we believe the rumors. I mean, anyone who's argued with me enough in Discord knows that I'm. I've been saying that this has been inevitable. That eventually, Sony's either going to have PC releases or, you know, they're eventually going to get lost. Uh, a much bigger marketplace that they can't compete in. So it is kind of nice to see them taking these first steps, at least with some of their bigger titles, at least testing the waters to see, you know, what the response is. And it seems so far the response is good. I mean, that's one thing Sony has going for it is people like their exclusives because they're not just because they're exclusive to the platform, but because they're generally pretty good games. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's a it's a good move for them to start focusing on getting, you know, more PC releases out there. I think they found a balance and, and a balance in terms of because I remember the whole argument why they wouldn't do it is because there would be no push to buy PS4 or PS3 or PS5. What they're doing, which is smart, is that they said, all right, we're not going to give y'all, you know, the straight, we're not going to give y'all a day one exclusive. What we'll do is, we'll, we'll let it go a little cold, give it like a year or two, and then once it's no longer really being circulated like that, burst back on the scene with it again, but on PC, which is smart because you, you're keeping the game on the charts and in rotation, it's always making you money. So I think that's why they're, cho they're choosing to do it this way with Spider-Man, because Spider-Man's a guaranteed moneymaker. Everybody loves Spider-Man. It's like Batman. Everybody loves the Spider-Man and Batman games. So... Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately? I, th I mean... No, I, I, had... I love the Arkham games. Uh, except for Arkham Knight, I think was the one that man yeah. just annoyed me. Arkham but Knight, that's like... that's why I say unfair, unfortunately, because I put so many hours in that game just because I loved the other games, and man, it was just a sink of not fun. It was it. not it was not as good not as the it. other ones. <laughs> oh no! Well, I won't say all of them were perfect. Like like there were certain Spider-Man games to where we could question, but I'm just saying that generally, you know. Think about how many bad Spider-Man games that you played versus how many good Spider-Man games you played. Think about, like you said, Arkham Knight versus Arkham Asylum. Like, one was, you know, rough around the waters, but we still all right. And another one was arguably a classic. So... I don't know if yeah, even hell. arguably Arkham Asylum yeah. is a classic like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, like literally, like I, I'm, I, I said arguably just in case <laughs> to those who don't deem it a classic, well, but to me it is a classic. Those people are just wrong. I ignore them. <laughs> because I mean, they, there was somebody who was trying to argue me that Spider Man Two wasn't a classic. I said Spider Man Two, like the game wasn't a classic. Oh, man, such like a good the movie game. was a classic, and the game was the classic. <laughs> like, how you? And he was saying it's not. It wasn't that good. 
Oh man, especially if you played Spider-Man One. That game was yeah, atrocious. Yeah, Spider-Man One was rough. <laughs> no, but look, as a kid though, not gonna lie, playing that as a kid, swinging on the webs was pretty fun because you hadn't experienced nothing like that. Yeah. But then when you compare it to Spider-Man Two, it's like okay. Oh man, when your web reaches out and attaches to a building and you swing around the building like oh. That feeling was so awesome when I was younger. Like, especially coming Compared from Spider-Man that. One, where you just kind of attached to nothing in the sky. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> I don't think Spider-Man One even had. Um, I don't think Spider-Man One had to where like you could like land on the ground. I think it was all like yellow fog. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it was all yeah. yellow fog. It's to pretty where rough. You fell, you just felt, you just fell to your death. Yo, kid, but yo, games back in the day used to be rough. One, one <laughs> they were. Up. It was a wrap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Restart the checkpoint. Checkpoint oh, was an hour ago. Game. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, like I I will say though, Ekid, if you liked Spider Man two, you you will enjoy the Spider Man games. Yeah, I am expecting to like it. I'll probably, I mean, I'm like I said, I doubt it's coming to a a subscription service, especially none of the ones I've got. But uh, I might be willing to fork out some money to try it. It's I do I do love some Spider Man. Really I'm actually like, dude, talking about Spider Man now makes me want to redownload it. <laughs> it's like just the web swinging alone was so fun it's just it's, it's like so like i i think when i first got the game i just swung around the city for like 20 minutes just because it was it was just fun it yeah was like, that's what it i was did like nostalgic spider-man ultimate yeah <laughs> it's just it's great it's a great game kenji kenji yeah. it sounds like you were at peace swinging oh, around dude. you like it oh yeah man it was like Shit, it was like that nostalgia, well, like your swinger at heart again, and didn't didn't care about anything. Yeah. Spider Man Two, man, that 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 swinging on Spider Man Two reminds me of when I first played uh, Prototype. That was another game oh that was fun to just God. travel the world. Prototype, I love uh, Prototype One had the parkour moves in it, right? Yeah, I don't think Prototype mm-hmm. Two had it. Yo, though that that climbing and the fighting and mm-hmm. the and the uh, abilities that he had, the claws were were my favorite. I was a menace with those claws. Oh yeah, man, that was such a good game. I don't know if I don't Prototype think I finished the second one. First one was great. I've never played horrible. the second one, but the first one I fucking put hours into that game, dude. Yeah. Was it Alex Mercer? Uh, I have, I have no idea. It's been a while. <laughs> I just remember you could just like consume people and change. And now, yeah. Now I kind of want to download Prototype again. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! I need to like. Is it, is it on Steam, bro? Like, it is on Steam. Yeah. Get that real quick. Did they remaster it? I don't think Prototype so. One? Oh, no. I was right. Alex Mercer. Yep. I wonder. There's. There's got to be like a, an HD mod for it or something. Oh yeah, there's a PC remaster. Is there? Oh wait, no, 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 I lied. Oh okay. I thought there was, but that's just a mod. God, it looks like dog see. shit. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah, does. Right. <laughs> oh, it looks it so does. bad. But hey, growing up, man, that shit was fire. Dude, I remember <laughs> like being a kid and being like, man, this game looks so good. I mean, no. Yo. I mean, it it looks. Being able to throw cars. Yeah. Dude, I, or, should, you I know, just remember hijacking helicopters. <laughs> changing into people. Yeah. yeah. Defeating someone and then just eating them for health. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like someone did release a uh, uh, a remaster mod for a prototype, so maybe it'd be worth 
re-downloading and trying that out. Good game. <laughs> Memories. Sorry about that, y'all. I had to step away and take my dog out of my room. How dare you. Because this man wants to play with a damn toy. Alright, um... Any lasting uh, opinions? That's that's not about Prototype 1? Spider-Man on PC, oh. good. Yeah, it's good. Let's hope they don't that screw it up. <laughs> Spider-Man being on PC is... Is is bad for the community. It's bad for business. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like I change. Every, <laughs> I hate everything about this. This I I am a Sony fanboy. I am Arsenal. <laughs> exactly. He's probably pissed. <laughs> nah, he's probably happy because I think Arsenal's been speaking about this this whole time. Yeah. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Sony's gonna make more money. Arsenal. I want you to know wait, when you listen to this part of the podcast, you are the biggest Sony fan boy that I know. And he's proud of it, too. He knows Absolutely it. true. He is. Yeah. He knows it. <laughs> Everything Sony he has. If if he could have Sony shoes, he would. Might one day. Who knows? And I think the oldest Sony console I own is my PS2. <laughs> Nah, I think I still have the classic PlayStation. Oh, I've got one of those too. And my grandma's at it. I meant, I meant newest, not oldest. Cause yeah, my oldest would be my PlayStation. Used to have a PSP. It was my portable emulation emulation machine, but I don't have that anymore. Microsoft is is being a nice good guy, or pretending to be a nice good guy. You know, these companies always have interior motives. So Microsoft will not stand in the way of their employees becoming a union. Now, I think they're saying this now so that they don't have to deal with no uh, premature backfire. But I wouldn't be surprised if once they start doing it for real and they start gaining power, Microsoft's probably going to try to, not shut it down, but definitely try to put their two cents into it. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to start with Ekid. Ekid, take that, take that. I'd say I guess it depends on if their workers unionize the type of, uh, I guess, requirements they would have of Microsoft from the union. So from what I understand, though I haven't read into it recently, working for Microsoft isn't too bad these days. Uh, I think ever since, God, what was it, Balmer who took over after um, Gates, uh, things started going a bit more worker-centric, I guess. Now I'm sure if I'm wrong, someone will call me out on it eventually. Um, but it seems like, in general, like they pay pretty competitively. They have decent um, like insurance and stuff like that. So I think what Microsoft is trying to get at, at least with this statement they've made, is, for one, they're trying to, you know, tout themselves as, you know, offering a decent living for the people who work for them, which as far as I understand, isn't too far from true. Um, but they're also saying if our workers disagree and they want to unionize to get better pay or, you know, better benefits, then they're just not going to fight it, which, I mean, I hope they stick to it. Uh, Microsoft's a big company. And if they're going to, 
openly say, hey, if they want to unionize because they don't like the way we're doing things, then they can go for it is kind of a uh, fuck you to a lot of the other companies that have been fighting against unions. Because, um, I mean, ideally, wouldn't need unions. <clears throat> I think it's a good thing to have whenever you're being disenfranchised by your employer. Um, but, I mean, I, I feel like Microsoft is just trying to, to get out ahead of the, the game so that if their workers don't want to unionize, then they look even better. Because um, they're like, they can unionize if they want, but they may not want to because we pay them so well. So maybe that's, you know, maybe that's what we're going to see come out of all this. I'm not sure. Okay, okay, Herb, how do you feel about all this? I'll believe it when I see it. I mean, I think most companies in the U.S. are pretty anti-union. At least, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just cynical, but union busting is an American pastime, so. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> so pretty much, you're on the same time that I'm on. There, you, you you think that they're saying this just to keep their image yeah. in a nice and like, I, I think it's, happy feel. Yeah, I think it's just like a like a political, hey, look at us, like we don't care if unionize kind of move. But yeah, I mean, I agree to that point. It's definitely them trying to. It's a PR move for them more than it is a. This is what we're doing for our employees. Yeah. But if they stick to it, or if their employees never feel the need to unionize, either way, it's gonna look good for them because. Yeah, if they do sure. unionize and Microsoft doesn't push against it, Microsoft looks like they give a shit. And if the people don't unionize and, you know, they're happy with the way things are going at Microsoft, well, then they look like, you know, a champion of capitalism that treats their employees well and pays them well and gives them good benefits. So it's kind of a win-win as long as they don't go back on their word, as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, even if they do, Microsoft is just so widely used that it's not going to fucking matter. So oh, yeah. like people Mike. are just gonna stop using their fucking Windows operating systems or fucking whatever. Oh man, they yeah. they don't even make money off Windows anymore. They get all their money off of services. So like, yeah. <laughs> I, I I feel like Microsoft's in that uh, they they're in a very special sphere uh, because they've been hit. They're one of few companies that have been hit with some big um, what do they call it? Uh, like monopoly suits uh, in Europe. Back when, God, was it Windows 95, 98, something like that? Um, they prepackaged like you know, uh, Internet Explorer and and Office and all this stuff with their um, operating system, which kind of pushed out third parties from viably being able to release on the the platform. Because why would anyone download something separate when Microsoft already has it? Yeah. Um, so they got hit with suits like that, um, and because they're one of outside of Apple, like one of the first big tech giants that, you know, the random public know about, they've been kind of under the scrutiny more than a lot of other companies, including like Amazon, who despite having horrible conditions for their workers in some situations, people don't seem to really care about. Whereas, you know, Microsoft farts the wrong way and everyone starts screaming that they're horrible. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this could be whether they agree with the idea that workers should unionize or not, I feel like this is them being honest that they're not going to stop it. Just because, man, they've already had <laughs> so much shitstorms for some of the uh, less than great decisions they've made as a company. I feel like this is at least a good idea for them to come out ahead of it, no matter 
how it plays out for their employees, really. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> like I said, I I get it, and and I understand the whole reason as to why they're saying what they're <sighs> saying, but at, at perfect way to say it, this is America, so I don't. I expect for if, like you said, I get it. They get paid well enough to not want to become a union. So I understand that, but if if they do become a union, Microsoft would definitely be like some, uh, you know about all that. We don't think that's the best course right now. Wait, so it's called the Ravens Workers Union? That's what it says in my article. Hello? There we go. My my headset didn't unmute. Uh, it looks oh. like that's what the the no Raven is the studio that makes Call of Duty that unionized recently. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who'd have no. guessed that a studio owned by Blizzard would be one of the first ones to unionize? <laughs> <laughs> well, Blizzard, Blizzard, and Activision have been given a lot of shit so i don't think they wanted to oh man yeah, but they, they deserve it. yeah they, they earned they, a lot no, of shit yeah, they earned it. no yeah no, like like what i'm saying is they probably just didn't want another fucking thing stacked on top of all the other shit that their pile i is. remember i remember if if you even owned a call of duty game your name was being put as a blizzard supporter yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it was crazy seeing See how many people were not playing Call of Duty. We're not playing Overwatch. We're not playing um, Diablo for some people. Like, yeah. some people put those games down completely because of that. And I'm just like, woo! I know them sales took a hit. Kind of honestly, kind of sad that the workers had to unionize after all that. You'd hope that Blizzard would realize that no one likes their practices and step up. But yeah. I mean, at least. They were able to form a union. I mean, maybe we'll see it across more, you know, Blizzard IPOs that they start unionizing as well. But uh, I guess we'll see. Good for Raven. I like Raven. I, I like Raven. <laughs> I like Raven. I like to see developers getting what they are owed. I can't say I give much of a shit about Call of Duty. <laughs> well, no, yeah, no. Really. I like Raven because because uh, they made Singularity. I don't know if you remember uh, yeah, that's that a good one. Yeah. I fucking love that game. You know, I've been I've been starting to see that a lot. Like the studios that have made great games, and I'm not calling I'm not saying Raven has made shit games, but a lot of the studios that I've that I've grown up and and have grown to appreciate have dipped off from the quality that they used to make. And I know it's 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 an overall thing in the gaming industry. Because indie games have just been making a killing in terms of quality with less people compared to AAA games. But, like, I feel like Rockstar, GTA V was was a good game, but it wasn't no San Andreas. Um, yeah. Even even Red Dead Redemption 2 wasn't as good to me, personally, personally, I'm saying. Wasn't as good as Red Dead Redemption 1 in terms of both the single player and the multiplayer. Because yeah. I just, I just oh, had fun on... The multiplayer is way bad for Red Dead. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I've never like, played it. <laughs> for, for Red Dead 2, I mean. Yeah. yeah, like, no, but I'm saying for Red Dead Redemption 2 compared to 
uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 single uh, multiplayer compared to Red Dead Redemption 1's multiplayer, you ask anybody that played them, mm-hmm. did a complete gap. I don't, I don't know what happened in between that. I think it's because of them trying to make it like a MMO. They tried what Maybe. what they tried to do is they wanted it to be like GTA 5's GTA. They yeah. wanted it to be like a money sink for people, but they were just like, dude, there's no cars. You can't yeah. like <laughs> customize your cars in 20 different ways. You have a horse. You have a saddle. Yeah. You have shit. Not just you, that. You like, can't see. Like, there's only like a certain amount of guns in the game. Like, even if you customize them, you can't really see it. And like the money was ridiculous. Like you go to play a game and you and let's say you go do team deathmatch, you might get a dollar and seventy five cent for winning. Like, yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed they're to do with a dollar seventy five? They're just trying to make it true to the times. Dollar seventy five cents yeah. is a lot of money You're back okay. then. The only problem is okay. everything costs a lot more than you'd expect in the game. So <laughs> yeah, literally. Well, I mean, I remember a gun was like twenty dollars, yeah. forty dollars. Oh no! Like wait, like the good shit, like a good like. How did, what is, is is it called a volcano pistol? It's like three hundred dollars. Oof. And it's like okay, and that's not even like the most expensive gun. I don't think it might be it's close, not. but this makes me happier. Um, I never got into the multiplayer for it. I really, I really enjoyed the single player, but uh, no, single player was was great. I'm not gonna lie. I I actually love the single player, but I still I still prefer Red Dead Redemption One yeah. single player and multiplayer over it. Yeah. And and Red Dead Redemption Two had had more overall, but it just didn't have that same feel. I like Red Dead Two single player. I like yeah, it. but if yeah, but if if you played Red Dead Redemption One though, I did play Red Dead Redemption One. Uh, I know you did. I'm not saying I'm not saying you didn't. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking to you in particular. <laughs> and I mean, and and if Eck had played one too, I don't, I I don't did. know if he did or not. I, I don't did. know. I mean, they're both fan. I I think they're both the single players anyway. Just talking about the single players, I think they're both fantastic games. Yeah, um, I'd have to agree. Like, I feel like, I mean, mostly Red Dead 2 was quite an upgrade from the first one. I yeah. mean, the story was a bit more flat at sections, whereas I feel like it ramped, it ramped up really well in the first one. But, I mean, when it comes to gameplay in general, I'd probably play more Red Dead 2 over Red Dead 1 any day just because the breadth of the game, you can do so much, and all of it, for the most part, is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. See when 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 you talk about maybe secondary things like like things outside the main story to do, I can understand that. But if I, if, if if we're talking about gameplay for me personally, I still prefer Red Dead Redemption One. I I, but, I will say the story for Red Dead One I think was better. Not saying that the story for Red Dead Two is bad, but no, it's not. Um, it's not. It's, it's not that bad at all. Yeah, I, I think I, the story I, with Red Dead One it just seemed a bit more well thought out. They had a exact story they wanted to tell and that's the and story was, they tell shorter yeah. yeah whereas red dead 2 kind of meanders here and there so red dead 2 there's like okay spoilers i guess if you, i mean it's been out for fucking a while but yeah it's been out for too dude, long dude the part it, it, the the part when they go to fucking panama like threw me way the fuck off i was like what no, the but fuck <laughs> is happening if they had expanded on that and i'd been able to go back to Panama, yeah that actually would have been pretty cool like it would have been cool Not if it lot. wasn't just like a tiny little fucking island that you got to walk through once but i was like, kind of like uh <laughs> oh man what was it was it grand theft auto 3 where you might have been vice city Vice City, where you go to Liberty City for like a single mission, but it's all—it's like a single room in a restaurant or something like that. <laughs> it's just a little space you get to go to. 
Yeah. No, it's crazy though. Have have you guys ever played some of the um? There might have been a a, a a part in this too in Red Dead Redemption One, but it was definitely in Red Dead Redemption Two. You, you would like go. There was a way to glitch yourself out the map to like an area that wasn't done in the game. You can see it from off the coast, but you can't go to it. And and if you actually go over there, there's like buildings and stuff that was meant to be like a level over there. And I'm like. I felt like that's what the island was supposed to be, but they just ran out of time, so they condensed it into the island. Because I didn't care about the winter part. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the first hour or two, I think, of Red Dead Redemption 2, yeah, that whole winter wonderland, it's like, I didn't care about that. It's a that. giant railroad. <laughs> You're just like, on tracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I'm, I did not care about none of that. It's like, char- was it a way to introduce... Character introductions, I think, mainly. Yeah. yeah. I, I get it. I mean, to be fair, they did kill- the exact same thing with Grand Theft Auto V. Like, you do the bank heist in a winter wonderland that you yeah. never ever see again, and you kind of get to know the characters that way. So, yeah, but that was different. That actually, like, th- to me, that that whole winter part, I could have skipped that and still got the same introduction. I will say yeah. the part the bank heist in GTA was like way shorter. <laughs> yeah, way. <laughs> That's way true. Yeah, that was like twenty, thirty minutes, and... maybe. <laughs> yeah, that that the fucking Red Dead Redemption was a like was one two or two hours. hours. It was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> like not just that. It's not like as if like the snow. I mean, was the snow beautiful to look at? Of course. I mean, it was. It was, it was a gorgeous game. Really, but I did not give yeah. a fuck about it. <laughs> like I did not care about it. God, I need I was to replay Red to Dead. My guns. I gotta play Red Dead again. Prototype oh, One, Red Dead Redemption One. Too many games to replay. Too many. Yeah. Um. So have have we gotten the uh final takes on Microsoft? Because we straight off Microsoft once again. Oh yeah. <laughs> if people want us to stay on topic, they got to listen to a different podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say that ain't never gonna happen. No. We stay on topic for like five minutes max, and then it's psh, yep. off to who knows what. That's alright. It happens. But uh, any last topics on it? I don't think I think I've said my piece. Yeah. Uh, statements, topics, less statements. <laughs> I'll just say it again. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yes, we shall. But it has been your boy Devious, also known as Huey, Shadowcast episode thirty-seven. We also have, I almost forgot to introduce you guys, I was like, what am I forgetting? We also have uh, Herp, also known as Kenji. Yeah. Kenji. Yes. Okay, or or oh, not. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping you were going to say bye to the people. Oh, bye, people. <laughs> and Ekid. That's me, bye, people. Okay, and and we will see you guys later. I can't even get an outro music. On voit danser le long des golfs clairs. A des reflets d'argent, la mer. Des reflets changeants sous la pluie, la mer, 
ciel d'été confond ses blancs moutons avec les anges si purs, la mer bergère.